Hello, and welcome to the journalism.co.uk podcast with me, Jacob Granger. In this week's episode, we take a look at the independence new subscription model, Independent Minds, speaking with the editor, Christian Broughton. When one of the big questions in journalism is how to get audiences to pay for content, Christian tells me why brand loyalty, thought-provoking content, and going beyond the article will have readers buying into independent minds. Before we go any further, though, I'm going to pass you over quickly to Caroline, who's going to tell you a little bit more about our upcoming News for Wide conference, which is just two weeks away. Hi there, Caroline here. Just a quick reminder that our News for Wide conference is right around the corner, and with many great speakers and topics confirmed, you won't want to miss out. Do you want to know how to make AI your best friend in the newsroom? What about getting the latest social media storytelling tips? Well, you'll have to come along to our panel discussions and workshops on the 7th of November at Reuters in Canary Wharf, London. Head over to newsrewide.com where you can grab yourself a ticket or for an extra day of training the day before, you can also get the Newsrewide Plus deal. Save the day and we'll see you there. So I like to call the Independent Minds uh, a membership scheme and I like to think of it as a club because having spent pretty much my whole career at The Independent. Um, I know that there's something very inviting about it already. There's a little bit of an identity play with The Independent. I think a certain kind of independent-minded person is drawn to The Independent. And I think people want to get involved. Um, And it's a whole diverse range of kind of treats, really. I can't really imagine um, we would necessarily have got to if we didn't have independent minds. This is Christian Broughton, editor of The Independent. The emergence of independent minds at the start of October raised a number of interesting talking points, and it goes hand in hand with the common question news organisations are asking, what's the best way to get money out of journalism? Some people think micropayments are the future, others swear by paywalls. Christian thinks tiered subscriptions are the answer, and The Independent Minds is the latest instalment. But he isn't content with, as he puts it, pulling the shutters down with paywalls. Instead, he is rewarding brand loyalty with a mixture of perks. Of course, the main one is the exclusive content. Long reads, analysis, and agenda-setting commentary that intend on wrestling with the reader, offering something out of the ordinary. Christian starts by giving me an idea of what they have in store. Yesterday, we had uh, Jonathan Liu, chief sports writer, a uh, fabulous writer. Um, you know, you, you start off with these long reads um, agenda and you say, uh, well, you know, make sure that Johnny Liu offers something. So when I found out what Johnny Liu had offered, it wasn't what I was expecting. I thought he might be writing about, I don't know, European football or cricket or cricket to one of his massive um, passions. And I thought he might be writing about that. Instead, I was told, oh, Johnny Liu, yeah, oh, he'd really like, like to write a piece about Britney Spears. <laughs> now, that's not the kind of thing you expect. So we're already seeing, just in the first couple of weeks, really, we're already seeing these fantastic treats of you know things you wouldn't expect, which I think give a fantastic sense of reward. We also have some kind of deep analysis pieces that we wouldn't have commissioned otherwise. Uh, so we had, for instance, Lizzie did, and yesterday was writing a very interesting thing about um, uh, the Tommy Robinson trial at the moment and the contempt of court laws in this country and the implications of kind of everyone being a publisher now because of social media and how now in a social media world the public might be exposed to these kinds of tangles. In addition to this, subscribers also get other treats, as he puts it. While this includes event access and ebooks, it also gives the readers a way to shape reporting and have their say on coverage. As he says, loyal readers have a sense of ownership over the brand and wants independent minds to give readers a real way to influence editorial content and decisions. We have some other features in there. 
where we're inviting readers in to really kind of shape what we do. There's a section called Ask the Independent, and that's a, a completely open invitation for people to just throw us a subject. What do you think about, I don't know, the um, women in retirement age? Or what do you think about, you know, here's an issue I've got that I don't think is getting the headlines it deserves, and we'll have a look at it. We'll follow up the story. Um, often we expect they will lead us down the route of either doing a really thorough explainer of an issue, or alternatively, um, we might do uh, a leader. We, it might be somebody saying, what's your opinion of you know, this issue? What's your opinion of this issue? What, what should the government be doing? What should Donald Trump be doing? What, what should happen in the world? And I very much like our leading articles, our, our main editorial of the day, to really respond to people, to really make them feel involved. Um, so I think that's a very cool thing. At the bottom of every article, there are now two comment threads. There's the general open comment thread, which continues as was. But now there's also the Independent Minds comment thread, where only the members of Independent Minds can, can discuss the issue. Um, and we're very much encouraging our, our writers, our editors, to join that discussion too. Um, so I think that's going to be a very high-value exchange, a place where news can be debated. So Christian makes it clear it's also a way for their journalism to go beyond the article and mobilise their readers. But why? Because I think there's now an appreciation possibly as never before, of the value of high quality journalism. I think it's really hugely encouraging to see that the subscription rates at, say, the New York Times are increasing. I think that the, all the discussion about fake news has, um, has really kind of tapped into something that's long existed, which is distortion and agendas. Um, we, and we very much, we've always, you know, we're called the independent for a reason. We wear our heart on our sleeve. Uh, we have values that we, that we stick by and that people understand. Um, and I think people want to kind of lean into that at the moment. I think people really want to engage with that stuff. Um, so I think the independent has always appealed to people who think about their news and use their own mind. I think people value that. But if you're that kind of a person who really values that and you want to go out of your way to seek that out and not just kind of pass through life and have news kind of thrown at you by all the different media sources that we have these days. Yeah, you know what? I think you probably do want to turn up for an event. People do want to show up and talk about the news in a grown-up way. They do want to leave a comment at the bottom of an article. They do want to get a briefing email. Uh, they do want to ask us probing questions. They don't just want to sit back and accept that the news is this one-way street. They want to get involved. They want to challenge us. It's been two years since the print subscription model faced the axe. What did the independent learn from the previous model and how does it influence this one? Yeah, so I think what we've learned is there are different communities of people who want different things. So when you come to the independent now, there are four groups of readers. The first is the big number of people who come into the web. Uh, they look at the advert, they read the content, they watch the videos. And then they go off and they go back to Twitter and they go back to Facebook or they go back to Google. That's fine. We hope they hang around and they enjoy. The kind of the next grade up of loyalty, I suppose, are the people who register. And they might register because they want to receive one of our emails. They might register because they want to leave a comment in the open comment threads. Um, that's great. The next level up is now independent minds for people who say, yes, this is worth paying for. Yes, I want in. I want to have all these added benefits. I want to get involved with the independent. And at the highest end, which is the subscription to the independent daily edition, which gets you independent minds membership. Plus you get the 
um, the kind of digital newspaper that we create each day. So for that constituency, um, you're looking at people who do enjoy the kind of traditional newspaper-like experience. So they, you know, I've met these people at the events and an amazing number of them uh, were subscribers to the newspaper in 1986 and have been ever since, which is so important for people to stand by their news brand these days. So I think, uh, I think that what we've learned is not to treat everybody the same and to listen to what they really want because people do tell you what they want. It's also very important for us to listen. But let's get to the crux of the conversation. As we're scratching our heads pondering how to increase newsroom revenue streams, why does Christian think their readers will be buying into the new subscription model and what has changed in their approach? So a lot of that thinking went into independent minds. And when we were actually redesigning the website, um, which, which relaunched a couple of weeks back, um, our deputy editor, David Marley, said something to me um, as we were considering what format that homepage should have. And he said to me, you know, it's really hard to find something good to read on the internet. <laughs> and I was like, David, that's a really depressing thing for me to hear. <laughs> what do you mean? And he said, no, seriously, because if you go to all the homepages, they'll all probably have pretty much the same stories at the top of them. And he's right. You know, you go around all the British press, when there's a massive global story going on, um, you know, it's the same with the US press as well. We all put the same things at the top. Now, the indie has always prospered by doing things a bit differently. We've always had to kind of work a little bit harder to define our niche. We therefore put these three headshots at the top because it is about the writing a lot at The Independent um, and it is about having something to say. You've probably seen the homepage has above the splash and above the kind of hard news stuff below. We've just given some space at the top. It's just a thin strip, it doesn't get in the way. It just says to people, here's something great to read. And that's the kind of stuff that I think people do value because you can find out now, you know, any story that's in the top 10 obvious stories of the day Lots of news publishers are going to have a version of that story. But who's going to give you Jonathan Lee writing about Britney Spears, right? I mean, you know, you have to sometimes go a bit beyond. I think that kind of journalism is really important because it's interesting and we all learn stuff from it. We're still very good at the breaking news stuff. We're still very much on what's trending on Twitter. But it's lovely to have a business model that supports journalism that we just think, you know, you're saying to your readers, this is really fascinating. Bear with us. Bear with us. Come and read this piece and you, you'll find it fascinating too. And that gets squeezed out sometimes in the world of, you know, what's ranking in Google and what's trending hard on Twitter. Um, and it's a pity. So it's lovely that we've now got uh, a, a great platform to promote that kind of journalism and to give us the kind of business excuse to grow that kind of journalism. I mean, what's wonderful is when when you know when your MD comes to you and says you know what are we going to do to build the business and you can say well more long reads boss you know that's a great answer. So interesting words there from Christian and it'll be fascinating to see how Independent Minds fares. Before I leave you I'm just going to pass you over to Jasmine quickly who's going to tell you a little bit more about our jobs board. Hi Jasmine from the jobs board here to let you know about all the amazing opportunities that we have available and how to find them. We advertise a wide range of jobs from trainee journalists to senior sub-editor at companies such as Mail Online, Sportsbeat and HuffPost. We make sure that all our job postings are clear and jargon-free and you can search them by job type, location and salary range. Go on to journalism.co.uk to find out more and follow at journalismjobs on Twitter.
So that wraps up this week's podcast on journalism.co.uk. I want to thank my guest, Christian Broughton from The Independent, for speaking with me this week. Stay in touch with us on Twitter at Journalism News and tell us all about the project you are working on if you'd like to be featured in the future. Thanks for listening in at home or on the commute. Till next time. Thank you.